Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this shakeup is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do, while sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me to move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share. And I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello. So um, we are halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're halfway through the year, you are either exhausted by it shocked by it and even a small tiny baby fraction of us are happy about it (laughs) but this is also the time of year where we really do need to stop and pause even if it's just for a little bit to check in on ourselves and what's working so that we can continue doing more of that but also see what's not working so that we can either stop doing it entirely or change it up a bit and improve it because if we don't do any of that We actually run the risk of doing what we've always done, even if it's not the best way of doing things. Now, when I was titling this episode, Do Your Standards Need Upgrading? It actually made me think about my latest iPhone that I recently upgraded. Now, in fairness, I didn't think I needed an upgrade. Like the photos that I was taking were good. It didn't seem to be glitching. It wasn't slow. Like when I've previously upgraded my phone, like it just, you press stuff and you're like, this is clever, Apple. It's slow, right? I liked even the size of my old phone. I was happy with it. And it wasn't until I went into the freaking store and I talked about the next phone that I realized like, oh, that's actually way better. Like that function will be easier for me to use. The camera is annoyingly loads better. And I even liked the the size of my now new phone better than my old phone, which I thought was absolutely fine. Now, this is not an iPhone debate that I want to start here. I don't want us to start talking about how clever Apple are and, you know, they cleverly sucked you in, Candice, because maybe they got me. I may have got completely sucked in. But the point of the story is I didn't think I needed an upgrade until I did. I didn't think things could perform better until I found out that they could. Meaning that if we continue to keep doing what we've always done because, you know, we don't know any better, we could actually be missing out on incredible changes and incredible new ways of doing things that makes life even better. So today's episode is all about you, you and your standards, because we all have them. We all have a set of standards. You might not consciously know what they are, but you have them. And those ones that you have could actually be getting in the way of you living an even more incredible life than what you're living. I know, Candace Harvey, that was a massive statement, but I'm going with it. This episode also might be quite uncomfortable for a lot of listeners, but I really want to encourage you to sit with the discomfort and allow yourself to think differently. Like there's my disclaimer and and word of warning, right? Like I could go through this episode for you all and make it easier for you to listen to and bring it down a notch, but Candace Harvey isn't really about that. I'm here to give you what you want and what you need, but to shake you up and have you focusing on what you need to be focusing on. 
So you're welcome. But today I will be talking about your standards and if they need an upgrade, I'm going to go through the two steps that you can take to raise those standards and get better results. So let's get into it. How many times have you told yourself what you should do? You know, I should lose weight. I should speak up more. I should earn more money. I should have a more passionate relationship. I should make that change in my job. People actually have an endless list of things that they believe they should do or they should follow through on. And these shoulds carry about the same weight as a New Year's resolution, you know, meaning that like if it happens, that's exciting. But if not, it won't be too disappointing because I kind of knew it wasn't really going to happen anyway. But what's happening is, is you didn't actually raise your standards enough to make it happen. So what happens when you decide something is an absolute must? What happens when you cut off any other possibility than you succeeding? When you upgrade your standards and decide that you will never settle for less. When you raise the standard of your life and turn your shoulds into musts, you are at musts, musts, oh God, musts, (laughs) keep going Candice. What happens is, what was I saying? So you raise your standard for your life, you turn your shoulds into musts. (laughs) You are making an inner shift to take control over the quality of your life. So only when you decide to accept nothing less than your ultimate goals, will you achieve them. Now on the weekend, I was at a business forum. So two days in a room of 700 other business owners, which blew me away. You know, 700 other business owners in the same room. And we were there for two days listening to different topics and different speakers. Now that is honestly my idea of a great time. I love it, especially with the work that I do as a performance coach. I'm usually the one up the front. You know, I run workshops for businesses. I speak at events. I'm the president of a weekly networking group. I talk a lot. So when I get the opportunity to listen to other people speak and present, I just love it. And I love it because I I kind of approach it through two different lenses. You know, the first lens is that I love learning and I love being able to apply new things to my own life. And then the knock-on effect is that I'm able to be able to help my clients look at things very differently as well as a result of whatever I've learned. But the second lens is that I watch exactly how other people present. You know, how they structure their talks, how they move on stage or don't move, how they involve involve the audience. And I just get my complete nerd on and I completely love it. But the reason I bring this up is one of the speakers on the weekend said something that not only inspired me, but it completely stopped me in my tracks. And it stopped me because I hadn't actually thought about it this way before. Like he said, what if there was no plan B? What if there was no plan B? He said, what if there was only plan A? Like there was nothing to fall back on. It was plan A or plan A. Like that's it. What would change? Like how would you show up differently? I think so often we give ourselves multiple choices, right? Like if I don't get that promotion at work, then you know what? I'm happy with where I am. Like this job is pretty good. I'm happy with that. You know, but even like looking at wanting to lose weight, like if you want to lose 10 kilos, for example, and you, you sort of say to yourself, you know, but if I lose two, like that's pretty good. It's better than nothing, right? Now, don't get me wrong though. There is absolutely a place for this type of attitude, right? This perspective. But what if instead of having a, if it doesn't happen, that's okay mentality, what would happen if you decided to throw yourself into doing whatever it takes to get the promotion, Throw yourself into losing the weight that you want to lose, knowing that you really do need to lose it. What would change if you increased your expectation of yourself, increased your goal, increased your standard? 
So it got me thinking, that's for sure. And I liked it. You know, most of us have numerous areas in our lives where we could raise our standards. And three of the most common are creating healthy relationships, finding a fulfilling career path, and also improving our health. Like these are the three that usually come up the most when you talk about upgrading your standards. So in terms of relationships, your relationship is a direct reflection of your standards. Some people are in a relationship, but they aren't happy. Because their standard is that they must be in a relationship. Not that they must be in a relationship with passion and excitement that cultivates pure joy and love. Others may not be in a relationship because their standard is to never get hurt. You know, in terms of your career, Tony Robbins actually tells us that your income right now is a result of your standards. It is not the industry. It is not the economy. He says it's actually your standards. So if you are not making the money that you want to be making you haven't reached the position you want or you are stuck in an unfulfilling career, it's because your standard is to accept any offer that comes your way. Like raise your standards and you'll raise your worth. Even in terms of our health, right? Like our health is also the result of our standards. Many people wish they were thinner, healthier or more fit, but wishing something and willing it are not the same thing. You must raise the standard for your health by making it a must. Tell yourself that you must get healthy in order to lead an extraordinary life. This alone takes the option out of it. It's all about start doing what you said you'll do, meaning if you commit to going to the gym on Monday morning, get your bum to the gym on Monday morning. Make it a non-negotiable. Raise your standards. Now, I know this conversation can feel uncomfortable and it can feel a bit triggering for some listeners, especially if you are really going through that tough slog at the moment, but I want you to ask yourself, why is this uncomfortable uncomfortable for me right now? Or why am I pushing back on what she is saying? Or why is this annoying me with what she's saying? Or why don't I agree? If that's actually the case for you, I want you to allow yourself to be uncomfortable with all of this and see what comes up. This is the Shake Up Podcast after all. And the aim is to get you thinking differently. Because here's the thing. Have you ever wondered what separates the highest achievers from everyone else? The people out there who are doing really well. I always ask this question in my Reset, Reboot, Refocus workshop, which is all about upping teams' standards. And when I ask the question of have you ever wondered what separates the highest achievers from everyone else, people give me great guesses, right? Like they chuck their hands up, they shout out different things. You know, they might say, that they think it's self-belief that separates, you know, high achievers from everyone else. Or they'll say, um, what are some of the other ones? Um, Someone actually said asking effective questions. I loved that actually in one of the workshops. Like that's what they felt someone who, you know, is a high achiever does differently that other people don't. I just thought that was awesome. You know, then you get the standard, like people yell at discipline, they yell at resilience, they yell at focus. These are all brilliant answers. However, there is something else that's also of paramount importance. And that something comes down to the personal standards you set for yourself and for your life. Personal standards are mostly a set of behaviors that we choose to consistently indulge in. These behaviors are built upon expectations you have of yourself in a variety of situations. They are in, you know, some respects, performance standards. So in other words, they lay down the benchmarks of performance for your life. Your personal standards are reflected in how you treat yourself and in how you treat other people. They are also reflected in how you expect to be treated by other people. So when you have high standards, you expect to be treated with the highest regard. However, when your standards are low, you will often accept things just how they are. 
You may even allow others to walk all over you, which is a real clear indication that you're struggling with low self-esteem, which is a a big topic that I actually help, especially my one-on-one clients with, which is increasing your self-esteem. Self-esteem is not something that is just naturally there or isn't there, right? It's something that's actually created. So to raise your self-esteem requires you first to raise your personal standards. Your personal standards are also reflected in the promises that you keep to yourself, in the way you dress and manage your life, health, finances, environment. Your personal standards are standards. <laughs> Don't know where that accent came from. It got all posh all of a sudden. But your personal standards are reflected in the quality of your work, your values, your communication. Long story short, ladies and gents, everything you do and say provides others with insight into the personal standards you keep. Right. So even for instance, like your work or home environment, if it is messy and disorganized, this actually reflects the standards that you uphold in this area of your life. On the other hand, when your environment is clean and orderly, that sends an entirely different message about the personal standards you live by. Like a really interesting point here, and you may know this, you may not, but within the first 30 seconds of meeting you, a person will often create a story about you in their imagination based on the way that you dress communicate and move your body the first 30 seconds so all this provides them with this ballpark indication of the types of standards that you consistently uphold so if for any reason this person senses that you live by a low set of standards then they will modify their behavior and judge you accordingly on the other hand if they sense that you hold high standards they are more likely to to win their respect or sorry you're more likely to win their respect and admiration which is Super interesting, right? All within those first 30 seconds, but your standards ooze out. So because your personal standards are reflected in so many areas of your life, they are therefore always on show for the public. So with that in mind, it's important to note that you are always sending these messages about how you feel about yourself, others, circumstances, and life, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. And sadly, you're constantly being judged by other people based on those messages. So let's talk about how you can actually raise your standards because there are two proven steps to raise your standards and begin living an even better life. So step one is determine how you think about yourself. Step one is determine how you think about yourself. If you want real change, you have to be willing to do your part to upgrade your standards. And it starts with asking yourself honestly who you are. Your beliefs create your world. What do you believe about yourself? You know, are you a winner or are you always one step behind? Are you confident in front of other people or maybe you're reserved and quite shy? There is no right or wrong on this, but answering this question on who you believe yourself to be and discovering what your true beliefs are about yourself is critical because this is actually your identity. And the fact is we're actually hardwired to follow through on who we believe we are. If talking about identity or learning more about identity is something that has like got your ears a little bit pricked up, I don't blame you. I love this topic. So after this one, go check out episode six of the Shake Up podcast. So the girl who liked yellow, I really dig into identity and the impact that identity actually has. For an example, I want you to consider someone who wants to quit drinking, right? Now he might say to himself, I'm going to do my best to stop drinking, but I've always been a drinker. Now, it doesn't matter how hard he tries. If his identity is that he is a drinker, it's pointless. And the days until he is back drinking again are actually numbered because he won't raise the standard for who he is. 
And so we act consistently with and ultimately become who we believe we are. Step two is break through your limiting beliefs. So step two is break through your limiting beliefs. Now, most people, if they look at how they are living their lives today, will find that this set of limiting beliefs about themselves was actually created 10, 20, 30 or more years ago. I find that with my one-on-one clients often. They hold on to beliefs that they actually formed when they were kids, even though they're not kids anymore and they actually know better. Like, think about it. Many of us made decisions when we were kids about what to believe, what we are capable of and who we are as a person. And that became the glass ceiling that controls us. But are you the same person you were back then? Are you the same person you were even a year ago? Human beings change constantly because we're actually driven by growth and self-development. You know, you naturally want to raise your standards, only your limiting beliefs hold you back, which is super powerful and super freaking annoying right? Like many people stop working to break through that glass ceiling. Like they, they chalk it up to like, that's just the way that it is in my life. Or they tell themselves that's just who I am. But ironically, when you do this, you are actually denying who you really are. You are living under this like false identity that is based off false beliefs that you adopted in the past. When you were a little version of you, when you're a cute little version of you. So how do you define yourself now? And what did you start to believe about that? How many years ago did you decide what you could and could not do in your life? Like, don't you think it's time to upgrade the standard? Turn your shoulds into musts. Oh my God, I just can't say that word. Turn your shoulds into musts and give yourself a new identity. When working with teams, I help them to upgrade their collective standards because the standards you walk past are the standards you set. I love that saying. The standards you walk past are the standards you set. So together in these workshops that I run for teams, we look at where they want to upgrade at work and then we map out how that will actually look, what they'll need to do, what are the behaviors that match that standard. I love this particular workshop. It gives everyone this shakeup and makes them realize the role that they individually play at work in order to make it an even better place to work. And it's the same from an individual stance. If you want to upgrade your life, because come on, who doesn't, right? I went to say who doesn't want large fries with that. Like, well, I mean, we shouldn't have the large fries, but you're picking up what I'm putting down. And because if you are a listener of the Shake Up podcast, you are so one of those people who likes to improve and grow where you can. So upgrading your standards requires, number one, getting clear on how you think about yourself. And number two, break through your old limiting beliefs. Start believing what you want to believe and watch how much your life changes. I remember... Early in my HR career, I used to tell myself that I wasn't good at at articulating, (laughs) big word, at articulating what I wanted to say in a professional manner in emails, right? And I used to get really freaking stressed about it too. So the more I told myself I was rubbish at writing professional emails, the more I would get stressed about it and then the more rubbish I would actually be. It's a beautiful knock-on effect. So one day I literally just decided to cut that out. And I used to, I honestly just started saying to myself, I love that I write how I speak. And ever since then, I've stuck with that. Like if you are a subscriber of the Candace Harvey emails where I send out one email, I don't send a lot of emails out, but when I do, they're good ones. But when I write, I write exactly how you're listening right now. Like I write how I speak and I love that about my style. But back then my belief was that I had to write how everybody else wrote You know, I'd compare myself to my amazing friend, Emma, where her emails would be literally like textbook. They were just so spot on. I was like, (laughs) K, 
Candace's emails do not look like that, but I started to embrace it. I changed the beliefs that I had about myself and I soaked it up. You know, it's way, way better than my old limiting belief that got poor young Candace questioning every word and every comma. Like it would take me bloody ages to send out one email. Now you watch me go, I smash them out, smash them out. So check in on yourself though is the main point of this and make some tweaks where your life needs tweaking. Also, if you are listening to this and you're like, uh, what is this reset, reboot, refocus workshop that Candace is talking about? Not a great title, but I've stuck with it now and I've run it so many times for teams that I just, it, it feels bad to change the title when other teams have had to go through the title. So I'm sticking to it for now. Um, but if you would like to have a copy of my fancy brochure, my brand new updated brochure that outlines all of my corporate workshops, send me an email. I would absolutely love to see you drop into my emails, which is info at and I will get my fancy brochure over to you. Not a problemo. So that is it, everyone, for another episode on the Shake Up Podcast with Candace Harvey. I hope this episode got you thinking differently. I would so appreciate if you hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star written review. That would make my day. It's these reviews that help me get in front of more amazing people who every now and then just need a smidge of a shake-up just like the rest of us. So until next time, have fun and shake things up. <laughs>